G'day, g'day. This is Rita Joyan and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast, how to turn your passion into a profession. If I'm whispering a bit, it's because I'm in a very quiet space. I'm on the road and it's an unexpected trip that I took and that I needed to take for work. And so if I'm whispering, please excuse me speaking lower than my usual volume. It's simply because I'm in a space that if I increase the volume of my voice, it could be very uncomfortable for the people around me because they would get very startled. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. The episode for today is how do I follow my passion with no money? How do I follow my passion with no money? So there are three things that I would suggest to follow your passion with no money. Number one is what people think is you have to quit your current job, cold turkey. Now, if your job is giving you a lot of grief, it's giving you a lot of stress, it's not, it's just, it's, it's, toxic, it's a toxic environment with the people that you're with, that you're working with, then my recommendation is rather than, you know, be scared that you're going to starve to death before your passion becomes a profession and you can get some income generated, my suggestion would be to go and get another job that's probably not as high paying, but that allows an income to come in which might mean that you need to cut a lot of costs, live within your means um, for, the, for the opportunity to follow your passion. It can also mean you go get a part-time job. So you're working part-time to get some income in and you're working part-time to enable you to turn your passion and really work on that, you know, sculpt it and turn that into a profession. So that's number one. Um, whether not you don't need to quit your job cold turkey, you can, but to have money coming in, either work part-time or work in a different job that gives you the opportunity to be able to uh, commit. So that it's, in other words, I've got a friend who she works at a call center and she works at a call center specifically because she wants to get in, do her thing and then go home and work on her passion. If she were working into a corporate and working up the ladder, she'd have to work late nights. She'd have to, um, you know what I mean? Like the commitment would be a lot more. So for that reason, you want to be open to the suggestion of working part-time or working full-time in a job that doesn't require you um, to work long hours or to have a high-stress job or even to, you know, look at reducing the means of living. Now, the second thing is grants. If you go and watch or listen to an interview by Usman Itikaf, and he's the gentleman that's behind the movement, how to get refugees and immigrants to start businesses. He's a social entrepreneur. He became the 2018 Commonwealth Person of the Year. He has been doing this for three, I think four years now. And the whole structure of the social enterprise has been operating, from what I understand, under grants. So when I interviewed him, you want to go check out that podcast. It's with Usman, U-S-M-A-N, Ittikaf. And he worked part-time to get the income generating, you know, for himself, for him to be able to live. And then he applied for grants, grants locally, grants nationally to get, you know, um, funding for paying for a room, for some marketing, to hire someone, all these little bits and pieces that he needed to have up and running for him to enable refugees and migrants and to teach them how to start businesses. So that was very exciting and that has been working incredibly well. He has travelled to so many countries representing his work. He's now opened up a chapter in 
New Zealand and in Melbourne. He's already done it for three years in Sydney. So he's going great guns. And it was all through grants. And these are government grants, grants that the government gives such that you can go and operate and add value to the community, to the country, to your, your local community, wherever it might be. And they allow you to do that for that reason, because you're going to generate business, you're going to generate activity, you're going to generate engagement, you're going to generate goodwill within the community. So definitely go check out grants. There are local grants, there are national grants, there are international grants. There are so many different levels of grants. Obviously, everyone is different and everyone requires a certain criteria that needs to be followed and adhered to. But that's a way that Usman Itikaf, my guest on the podcast last year, started his social enterprise and it's just it's blazing like it's just going great guns the third way that you could follow your passion with no money is to really get real and raw with the definition between resourcefulness and resources resources are things like a computer money or a, a, a home resources are things like um a camera things that you have that you can use resourcefulness is i don't have a computer but i need to write a blog i don't have a camera but i need to record so what would i do so does that mean if i don't have a camera i'm just never going to be able to create video or if i don't have a computer i'm just never going to be able to write a blog and publish it online resourcefulness is how do i find a way to make it happen even though i don't have the access to the actual resource how do i find the way so in terms of having a computer, can I borrow a computer? Can I go to the local library? Can I go to an internet cafe? Can I rent a computer? These are some of the resources. Can I um, find one? And if I'm good at you know, fixing computers, can I make it work? It's about resourcefulness. If I don't have a camera and I need to record video, how can I do it? Can I use my phone? Can I use someone's phone that I know of? Can I borrow a phone? Can I, um, can I possibly go to a, a, a mobile phone, a cell phone shop and do an exchange with them? Like find out what they need, tell them what I need. Can I do an exchange that's beneficial for them? Such that if they've given me a camera that I can use, can I come and do three hours, four hours of work for them by working in their shop in exchange for borrowing one of their phones to take videos that's the difference between resources and resourcefulness and that's trust me that's how you and i need to become creative in the process of turning a passion into a profession um for me when i'm doing camera work i look at the the big youtubers i look at the big um you know the big names who are currently doing video and they've got like they don't just have a camera they have like a team they've got uh, drones they've got like they've got like a lot of equipment and then i look at myself and i'm just using my phone camera to record video or i'm using my laptop camera to record video nothing fancy very simple but i'm still getting the work done i'm still getting my message across and that's the difference between resourcefulness and resources that even though I don't have the drone, I don't have the whiz band camera, I don't have the big, beautiful tripod, I don't have the sound equipment, the sound is still fine, you can still hear me. Uh, the picture is still great, you can still see me and there's no, no, nothing fuzzy about it. 
What I am focusing on is my story and the message. If I can really conquer the message and the story of a video or a podcast, then that to me is a big go ahead because I can have fantastic shots. I can have fantastic voice. I can have fantastic images. But if I don't have a great message or a story that I'm actually telling that you can understand, well, what's the point of the shots? So that's for me. And so that's how I validate or that's how I give myself permission to not be intimidated by the other videos that are around that have all the whiz bang stuff. Right. Does that make sense? Like that's how I am able to get around it. So, and having said that, that brings us to you. There are three ways that I've described in this in podcast on how to go about and follow your passion with no money. Which one sounds like the best next step for you? Working part-time or working full-time in a job that just demands the work commitment as nine to five or nine to three, and then using the other time to work on your passion? Does it require you to apply for grants and see what kind of grants you could actually go for and what the requirements for you to apply? Or does it require you to see things from, from a perspective differently and turn a lack of resources into being resourceful? Because being resourceful is a skill. Just like being confident is a skill. Just like being a leader is a skill. Just like being able to write effectively is a skill. Being able to be resourceful is a skill. Knowing how to get the work done, even though you don't have all the whiz-bang stuff, is a skill set. And it's probably the greatest skill set that you will call on as you turn your passion into a profession because you're operating from the bandwidth of, I have to get this done, I want to get this done, regardless if I don't have X, Y, or Z. And that is powerful mindset. That is crushing mindset. Because when you stop at, oh, but I don't have this, oh, but I don't have that, you've already kind of taken yourself out of the game, not kind of, completely with that mindset alone. Because now all you're going to do from there is talk yourself out of it. Well, I don't have this and I don't have that and look at that and how come, rah, 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 rah. So resourcefulness versus resources is the common ground between you staying where you are or you progressing forward. And it's one step at a time. In fact, I got a, I got a message from someone asking me, how do I start a podcast? I mean, what kind of equipment do I need to buy? And the first thing I said to her was, don't buy any equipment. Use what you have. That will set the stage. That will set your tone. That will set your rhythm. If you want a podcast, if you enjoy it, if you have the passion for it, if you've got the ability to tell a story and create compelling content and that keeps you engaged, if it keeps you, the podcaster, engaged, it will definitely keep your listeners engaged. So those are the things that I said. I mean, those are the things I said to her. So don't go spending money on resources, mic equipment, sound equipment, you know, mixing, all that kind of jazz. First, spend the time with what you have and just do. And then when you get feedback and when you get results from what you're doing, now you can go and spend all the money you want. But at first thought, first work on your resourcefulness because that's going to tell you how, if you will stand the test of time, if you can really compete or not compete but be in the marathon because it's not a sprint it's a marathon to get to where you want to go and that comes from being resourcefulness okay guys i'm going to wrap that up so the three things working part-time or full-time with jobs that don't require your life second thing grants and third thing is 
uh, resource, being resourceful. So I hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. If you've got any questions, please let me know. I would love if you could review, let me know what your thoughts are of this particular podcast. And if you found it valuable to please share it with someone who needs to know how to start up their passion and follow through with it, even if they have no money. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. My advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift and together, let's unbox it. God bless.